Welcome to the Codependent Me Podcast. I'm Tamara Shaw, a recovering codependent, a codependent life coach, and the co-author of God Turned Mommy's Wine Into Water. This podcast was created to increase the awareness of codependency and to give a more holistic look at the journey and healing of codependence. Welcome to the Codependent Me podcast. I am your host, Tamala Shaw, and today we have the honor of having Karen Robinson with us. Karen, welcome to the show. Thank you, Tamala, for having me today. Yes, absolutely. We met each other on Podmatch, uh, which is a wonderful platform where people like you, you also have a podcast. So you can actually meet people that want to be interviewed and people that you may want to interview on that platform. So we had the uh, had a wonderful um, email, of, you know, with one another. And now we are finally together. I know we tried it in August. It's been a crazy, crazy year. So <laughs> we finally got together. So, yes, thank you so much. And today we are going to talk about trauma. So. Before we get started, tell us about yourself. Sure. I am a social worker. I have been a clinical therapist for more than 24 years now. So I've been doing it for a minute. I'm a trauma recovery expert, but I also do more generalized therapy with folks with anxiety, depression. Um, I see people with every mental health diagnosis. And I also do some coaching now. Oh, nice. Good stuff. So what is your specialty? Because I know right now we're talking about like surviving and trauma, mm-hmm. that type of uh, situation. Is that where you specialize? Yeah, it's actually a great question because people always say, well, what kind of trauma? And I'm, I'm happy to address that. But what's very fascinating about trauma, regardless of how you were traumatized, the treatment works. You know, so once you find a treatment that works for one sort of trauma, it usually will work with however that person's traumatized. So some examples of trauma are sexual assault, um, childhood abuse, whether that's physical, emotional, sexual, or neglect, domestic violence, um, combat trauma from serving in the military. I've been a a DOD therapist for more than 17 years working with our military in and out of um, Iraq and Afghanistan. Natural disasters, major car accidents, traumatic brain injury, uh, post-traumatic stress. I, I, the treatment I do works for all of those types of trauma. And then there's a less talked about trauma, and that's working in toxic work environments where you may be oh. bullied or harassed. So I, I do a lot of um, education and training around prevention and what to do if that's been you. I hope I answered the trauma question. Yes, absolutely you did. And I I want kind of the audience to understand that trauma is, it's a, it's a key word that is used right now, but it's really when you're trying to live through being in distress, right? Anything that, you know, we, we say it's traumatic, but a person doesn't understand a car accident. Like you said, a car accident can be traumatic Mm -hmm. and that's something that you may have to get there before because of the trauma behind the car accident. 
So I don't want anybody to think that it has to be um, catastrophic in order for it to be trauma. That's, that was, that was one of, I did a lot of work with, uh, with people in abusive relationships. And that's when I realized, cause you know, when I heard the word trauma, you know, you, you think it has to be this huge thing when it's just something that it gives you distress within your body or, you know, and, mm-hmm. you know, so I don't want people to think that, Oh my gosh, I've never been traumatized. <laughs> Most likely you have. Better <laughs> you're living in, in a um with bubble wrap around you. <laughs> right. <laughs> and then the bubble wrap can be trauma, right? So <laughs> True, true, very good point. Right? So I just kind of wanted people to understand that you know, what you're doing can be work for everyone. Like the 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 steps that you're taking people through can be used for everyone because we've all had some type of traumatic experience. So in saying that, um, you gave us some symptoms of traumatic experiences, but can you tell us some of the, some of the feelings that you may get if you're, if you have trauma, just that would identify with the body. Yeah. Yeah, sure. So feelings, emotions, for most survivors, they're pretty complex or complicated, uh, not very simple, because um, there's usually a mixture going on or a waxing and waning and an up and down roller coaster type of, of feeling. So a lot of times it's a heightened anxiety when, when we don't feel safe. And oftentimes, even after a trauma, um, our bodies will not feel safe. Even if our brain is like, oh, I'm OK, our body's like, uh, no. So right. that feeling unsafe uh, causes a lot of heightened anxiety. Um, it's common to have some depressive feelings of depression, anger, uh, resentment, mm-hmm. and then feelings of shame and guilt. Even though you did not cause your trauma because you don't traumatize yourself, um, it's part of the cycle. And it's, it's very serving of the perpetrator or the predator. Because if, if a person's ashamed of what's happened, they're less likely to speak out and share their story. Okay. So mm-hmm. it's, it's, it's very um, toxic behavior that yes. the groomer can pass on or, you know, the stigma is still in our society, you know, like, Oh, what did you do to cause this? Like, what were you wearing? What did you say? How did you trigger your abuser? And it's really important for survivors to know it, it not, you could be naked in the middle of the street because you have a, a mental illness and you're singing in the street naked, it does not mean anybody has a right to put their hands on you, to, you. you know, to harm you in any kind of way. Yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. So um, I know that when, so I was, I had a traumatic experience and whenever I was, it's a certain smell that would give me, um, it would make my stomach hurt. You know, and that was kind of a trigger. I would um, get sweaty palms mm-hmm. or dry mouth. You know, those are some of the things that happen to the body when you're in an area that may make your body feel like, oh, are we there? Are we back in that um, in that experience? So if people can kind of identify, like if all of a sudden 
you you just start sweating. You're just like, oh my gosh. And I mean, that can be, it happens kind of with trauma, but then it can happen with um, happy thoughts as well. I mean, I've had a friend taste something and say, oh my gosh, that reminds me of something that my grandmother used to make, mm-hmm. right? And so, it, you know, so the body just, it, the body remembers everything, just mm-hmm. everything. So I just want people to know different things that they can look for to try to identify. Um, yeah, there's yeah. an excellent book about that you may or may not be familiar with. It's called The Body Keeps the Score. And it talks, it talks about, you know, our mind works so hard to help us to try to forget or block out what happened, but our body never, ever forgets. Right. And that's exactly what you're talking about. And so when there's a trigger, our body will respond. Our heartbeat can quicken. Our stomach can flip. Our, our shoulders can have that tension. We could well up with tears. So yeah, it's, Paying attention to our body. I wish I knew this early in my career. Um, it's talked about more and more now in, in the field of mm-hmm. the trauma, um, but really paying attention to the, the semantics of your body can be really telling of how you're struggling or not. And also it, that's where some of the keys of treatment lie within mm-hmm. that, like really learning to honor your body and listen to your body will help you figure out what to do next for healing. Yes. So I know we, we're going to talk about like what you offer to the public, but just can you give us just a couple key, you know, key things that people can do if they have these feelings? Yes. And so a field of study called somatic experiencing, there's some great YouTube videos on what to do to reset your, your body. Um, learning how to deep breathe is always going to be a wonderful technique because it helps bring down that anxiety of not feeling safe. So doing very deep cleansing breaths. And when in the past, I would notice if I would make that recommendation for people and I'm just as guilty, like people would do one or two of them and be like, oh, that helps them. Or no, that doesn't work for me. Um, And so then I started recommending doing five or six of them. But now I know from my research, it's a good 10. And it takes time to do um, 10 very um, deep breaths where you're going in through your nose, inhaling inhaling through your nose. You're holding it, hopefully for about a count of seven. You might have to work your way up to that. And then you're breathing it out out of your mouth, but slowly and controlled. And it's helpful to practice with a straw or pretend you have a straw. It's very controlled. And you can just feel your body like... um, Sometimes it, to me, it feels like it's melting. Like I can feel the tension coming out of my shoulders, but it's resetting your whole parasympathetic nervous system. And that's bringing oxygenated, oxygenated or oxygenated blood. I'm not obviously a doctor. You can tell now I'm not a medical doctor, Um, but the the oxygen that's coming into your blood um, revitalizes your organs. It really, truly resets your whole body, you know? Yeah. It so it's, it's at that is step number one for most that's, people. Yeah, that's big. And just real quick, if you don't have a straw, I was always taught that when you're breathing out, if you just take the tip of your tongue and put it at the top of your mouth and kind of a, that'll take that control and, and allow it to, to come out Absolutely. that way. So yes, that's fantastic. So anything else? 
Well, you know, it depends on the person. I have a whole toolbox of ideas. Um, another um, really powerful idea is being very mindful of how your thought, what's happening with your thought, your thought process. So tracking that and catching um, the negativity or that critic talking. And so mm -hmm. if your critic is saying some nasty crap to you, it's okay to say no, or you can picture a stop sign. And then, you know, saying your counters or your affirmations, you know, like when that critic is saying, well, why bother doing that? You're going to fail anyway. Like, no, no, I am successful. Yes. This is the evidence of my success. And you can list them to yourself. If you're alone, you can do this out loud because um, that's even more powerful. If people are around, you can run through your successes and your strengths in your head, you know, over and over. And so every time that critic shows up, just correct it. Like, no, th that is not me. This is the real me. You know, I am successful. I'm lovable. I'm, I'm worthy. Um, people like me. I have yes. close relationships. Like whatever it is that you need to hear, the best person yeah. to hear from is actually yourself. Oh, I love that. Because the critic within, it is real. <laughs> and that that voice is normally louder than the one that affirms you. So if you can kind of work to switch that, where you quiet that critic and allow that uh, that affirmation within that person within you to speak m boldly, I think that's big. Um, I used to, as I did my affirmations, it's what we call the um, it's the Superman pose, where you stand and you have your hands mm -hmm. on your hips, superwoman pose. Superwoman pose, absolutely. There you go. <laughs> you know, and and she did actually the Wonder Woman. She definitely held it. <laughs> she starts spinning and standing that stance, and it's fantastic. And it's a very very powerful pose. Um, there was it was a class that I took. They would literally ask us every day stand in that position just about two minutes and just stand in the mirror and look at yourself. And it, it, it does, it builds that, that power. Like, yes, that is me. I, I don't I'm know here. if you noticed, but I sat up straighter when you started doing that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And it's, the thing that, yeah. the thing that makes that work is kinesthetic learning. You know, when you're engaging your whole body, the learning happens more quickly. So I always tell people when they do counter cards, you know, with your beliefs that you want to have, you know, have them on index cards, you know, so you can hold them, touch them, ground your feet into the ground or the floor, you know, look at yourself in the, in the, the mirror and your cards, hear your voice, you know, have aromatherapy going so you can have that beautiful smell too. And then, um, projecting that voice, have your chest out, you know, confidence dance. And then project that voice. When you're doing all these things, your body has no choice but to learn what you're doing. Yeah. Yes. And they'll, they'll, they'll start accepting it with some practice. Ah, that is good, good stuff. So we talked earlier about you have a community called This Is Us. Mm -hmm. can, you, can you tell us about it? Yeah, This Is Us is a membership program for women recovering from trauma and the the page to learn more about that and I will describe it a little bit is called um, healingfromtraumatogether.com what the community offers is basically 
it offers community. <laughs> Our community <laughs> offers community. And so support. We have a forum where women can work together. It's a global community. So the, the plan is for it to grow where it can reach every woman at, in every country. Uh, parts of the community that we offer is education. Because sometimes we know some things about trauma, but we don't know what we don't know. Right. And the thing I will say about trauma that's super clear to me is that every single day there is newer research being popped out. So I've been in training and courses for 24 years and I'm still learning and that blows my mind. Um, the other thing we know is that trauma impacts every single area of a survivor's life or it can. It impacts our physical health and our well-being, our mental health, our spirituality, our relationships with others our relationships to ourselves, you know, how we talk to ourselves, our relationships with our bodies, how we feel about our bodies. It impacts our communication, our decision-making, mm -hmm. our coping skills. Often after trauma, I mean, the healthy person will go running and eat salad, but most of us use maladaptive coping skills like right. mac and cheese, milkshakes, um, and Netflix, right? And some of us go yes. to drugs and alcohol you know, to, right. for that self-medication. So the truth is, is trauma can really impact every area and it takes a community of support. Also, there's a lot of coaching out there where they don't have that proper training. Like I have, um, I'm a licensed therapist. I have the credentials behind my name. I've also been um, dedicating myself to being knee deep in research. Um, every day I'm learning and reading and, and growing in it. So I offer education. I offer accountability. So because you're a survivor, it does not mean we're going to be, oh, poor baby. You don't need yes. to do anything to get better because you've been through hell and back. No, it's a poor baby, but get up. We're going to work. Got to do the work. If you want better, we have to do better and we have to, yes. you know, really set goals and work on them so we we teach people how to set goals on your foundation like how to heal that wounded inner child within you mm -hmm. we do uh, work in your current relationships but we also do future work meaning who do you want to be where's your passion your purpose you know what do you want next in your career or are we switching tracks like are you gonna um say uh, see you later. What's the, what's the word I want? Oh, fire your boss. Do you want to fire your boss because they've been a raving lunatic? We're going to teach you how to do that and then have a business of your own that you will love. So that's also a piece of it. But the, the really important piece is that we're, we teach a woman the importance of being um, into philanthropy. So the more successful you become, the more you do to help the woman behind you. So and you don't have to be 10 steps ahead of them. I just want you right. to be one or two steps ahead That's right. to help the person behind you. Bring them so we with offer you, scholarships. Right. Yeah. We offer scholarships. There's going to be a lot of women when they first um, hear about the group, they're not going to have the money for the, the monthly subscription, but we have, we are setting up scholarships. So more abundant women can bless other women. And that's part of your therapy you know, by paying that fixed rate every month and you could do it for six months or a year to help that 
you know, help that woman, you know, get her, her feet on even pavement, Mm -hmm. you know? So I I feel really blessed to be able to offer this service and it's going to be a passion of mine for a long time to come. And maybe one day I'll I'll do it for men as well. You know, I do have a lot of males on my, on my caseload, but I want the woman's forum to be just woman because that's most women feel safer that way. Right. And then yes. um, one day my, my, my goal is to do one for men as well. That's wonderful. And they can find out more information from, at healingfromtraumatogether.com, right? Yes. So you said Facebook. So do you have a Facebook uh, page? Mm-hmm. I have a Facebook is it called page? This Is Us? Uh-huh. No, um, it's called Heal for a Dream. That's the name of my company. And um, Wait, one more have, time for me. Heal, Thrive, Dream. Heal, Thrive, Dream. Make sure I hear that. Okay. Yes. Yeah. And there is a free Facebook group for that community as well. We have a little over 400 people in that. And so it's, um, doesn't have all the pieces of the, the paid membership, but it is another place and opportunity to get support. Right. And to, and to know that you're not alone. You know, mm-hmm. most times though, yeah. with the Facebook uh, groups, I feel as though it's just so people can understand, you know, like if they go on your group, there's over 400 people that are dealing with something, right? Yeah. You know, we feel like some people just don't deal with anything when that is a very specific group. So you have at least 400 people that are dealing with something and probably a certain percentage are dealing with exactly what you're dealing with. So you know that you're not alone. So that's beautiful. I like that. That's really, really good. Um, so the Karen.Robinson360.com, what's the offerings on that website? Yeah, so it's Karen.Robinson360.com. That's kind of like that um, that one link where you can find my boutique. I am so proud of the boutique that we have. It's it's inspirational products to help support women. So there's jewelry and t-shirts, mugs, cups, and now we even have blankets. My favorite blanket is um, travel therapy. And I, I'm going on a trip soon. I need to order it for myself. <laughs> but there's um, the affirmations are things like I am lovable. I am worthy. Um, nice. my favorite t-shirt is, um, I'm a badass woman. Hope I hope it's okay to say ass on your, your show. It if is. Not, I apologize. It's <laughs> it's okay. Yeah. So, if it's said that way, it's just fine. And we also offer <laughs> good, good. Yeah. We, we offer quite a few things now for women who are recovering. Um, all of our services are catered to women and more specifically women who are struggling. So if I, if a woman right now uh, wants to start a new business up, we actually do more hold handing, hold handing, hand holding and helping with things like, yeah, like if, you know, like the logo process, you know, when we're a survivor, sometimes we can get really overwhelmed. We will go above and beyond to help people not feel overwhelmed with that. We're, I, I can't speak for all companies and stuff and there's, our community is collaborative. So we want to support other business too, especially women own, own business and 
even minority-owned business, we support them um, with both our love and money <laughs> is how we support them. So, you know, what we kind of do is we are just simply a little more patient is probably how I would say it. So if you're a survivor and you're just like stuck and not making decisions, we can either show you many examples so you feel like you have options because a lot of times survivors, we feel like we don't have options because we didn't when we were being harmed, but we can also show you limited options so you don't feel overwhelmed. So we, we work with people that way. Oh, that's so good. It's such great work because like you said, so many people feel alone. They feel like they can't trust, you know, if they're in say an abusive relationship, they feel like, you know, how, what, what is the next step? What do I do? Um, is it private? You know, and again, am I safe? You know, so great work, great, great work. So anything else you'd like to let the audience know about today? Yeah, I, I would, I want to say too, that our programs are holistic, meaning we don't work with just people's heads. We don't work with just people's bodies. We work on all the pieces of you that make you, you, and we love working with spirituality as well. So we welcome women from all faiths, our faith, um, wh however we express it, you know, is welcome and encouraged in our community. So I wanted to add that too. That's good stuff. Well, Karen, thank you so, so much for being on the podcast today. I think you are doing phenomenal work out here. Keep up the great work. Um, I will put all of the information in the show notes. So audience, if you need the websites, the name of the Facebook page, the name of the community um, for your subscriptions, please just look in the show notes. It will all be there. Uh, and if you want to reach out, please do. And I want to go ahead and say, I, I hope that you take donations as well. If anybody wants to donate to your program, would they be able to do that? Yes, we can set them up on with a PayPal link. They can just email me. My email is on that. KarenRobinson360.com. Um, and they also can purchase a, a scholarship for a woman who can't afford the program. The scholarship fee will never, ever go up. Um, it'll be $28 a month forever, which oh, with the, the value that within that program, it's like, whoa. <laughs> yes. Oh, my goodness. Yes, for sure. Well, thank you so much for. Uh, oh, one one last thing. If mm -hmm. there's someone out there that is dealing with trauma, what is one thing you'd like to say to them? The one thing I wanna say is have hope. If you need more help with building that hope tree within you, <clears throat> I have a free resource for that. It's um, healthrivedream.com backslash hope hyphen tool. So the hope tool has some journaling prompts to help you build that hope tree within you. Ah, oh, good, good stuff. Look at you. Just, I love that. Just put it out there for them. I love the hope tree. It's good stuff. Well, audience, I want to say thank you for listening. Karen, I want to say thank you so much for being on the show. And most likely, you know, once we get this aired and get things out there, I'm probably going to ask you to come back in 2023 so we can, you know, continue. I would and love to. Yes, that is such good, good stuff. 
Uh, and audience, please remember you matter and your story matters. And thank you for choosing the Codependent Me podcast because I know that you can listen to anyone that you like. Have a wonderful day. Bye. I understand that nothing is more valuable than your time. So thank you for listening. Be sure to join our Facebook group, Codependent Me. And check out my website at codependentme.org. Thanks so much. Have a great day.